Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's a good drive, oh, it's a brilliant shot. That is something special from the feet of Jan Valery. It's going to be Ward Prowse. Ward Prowse over the wall and into the net. It's another glorious goal. It's a picture perfect free kick. Fire past David De Gea and James Ward Prowse. Has bagged the fifth goal in his last eight Premier League games. Hello and welcome back to episode 25 of In That Number. We're back with two games this week as we welcome to Fulham to St Mary's in a must-win clash in midweek and the ominous trip to Old Trafford yesterday facing off against Manchester United. We've got player, player and goal of the month for you. I'm your host, Ray Hunt, as always. Follow me at RayHunt84. My co-host is the Moscow Mush. Follow him at Moscow Mush. Follow us on at Number Podcast. Any questions or suggestions, our email is in that number podcast at gmail.com. So yeah, like us, follow us, give us a five-star review. Um, let me bring in the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Привет. Привет, добрый день, как дела? Как дела? Yeah, it's, it's okay, yeah. How was your, how was your week? Um, we had Nia. Oh, wow. Отлично. Молодец. Yeah, that, that's good. Yeah, how was my weekend? Uh, you got that. That was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. <laughs> you're like you'll be fluent by the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, my weekend's been right. Yeah, I was at a birthday uh, yesterday, um, and uh, been working this morning. And tonight we're going to another pub quiz. We got we got the the quiz bug. Oh, good. Gotta win it. Again. Well, I think it'll be a bit more difficult this time, but yeah, we'll make it make it go over. People gunning How about you this week. Hey, Angus Gunn. Um, yeah, how was your weekend? Um, yeah, it was okay, apart from the, you know, the, the difficult uh, result. But yeah, no, it was okay. I'm in, a bit busy with work, and as usual, good game in, the, in midweek. 
but yeah, overall, I think we we could be happy with with the way that we played this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I want to start off with a little bit of news with you. Um, obviously, you all must know about um, Michael Oberfemi ruled out for the rest of the season with a hamstring mm. injury. He picked up against Arsenal. Frustrating, right? He's just come back from a from a, a layoff, and he's just you know straight into the team, straight back out again, and that's it for the season. Gutted. Yeah, it's a real bummer, and um, he's been one of the standout promising, promising youngsters alongside Jan Valerie. Um, mm. Really come through into the first team, and and we need him. You know, we're so short on um, on players up front. Yeah. And f- for us to be waiting this long for him to come back and just 20 minutes um, against Arsenal, and that's it. Uh, yeah, disappointing. Season. disappointing. But yeah, I mean, sure. um, Hassan in interviews has kind of put, seemed maybe indirectly to put a lot of the blame on uh, Oberfemi himself. He's oh, saying really? that his, you know, his, yeah, his body shape and his posture, he's saying he's quite, quite stiff in posture, and he's, he is, like we said over before, it's quite a unit, so he a he's, unit, yeah. he's, he's bulky. So there's a lot of things to twang there. Um, so yeah, I guess they'll be working not just on his injury, but maybe on how he maintains his fitness in the future. Yeah, something to look at. A um, little bit of positive news as well. I'm hearing murmurs of an England call up for James Ward-Prowse. Um, he's already had the one cap, and that was under Southgate as well. That was um, that was back in March 2017 against Germany, no less. So. Yeah. You know, a remarkable turnaround. You know, against Huddersfield in late December, he wasn't even included in Hassan Hurtle's 18. You know, by chance he's back in. I think it was Lamina had an injury, Romeo was suspended, and he comes back in. You know, what a turnaround. You know, his leadership, his work rate, and, you know, and what Hassan Hurtle demands of him now. And what's that, like five goals in, in eight Premier League games as well? So, yeah, I think he I think he deserves another call-up. Yeah, absolutely. Um and yeah, I mean, yeah, Prousey. I don't know. It's either him or Nathan Redmond as as player of the season, really. Uh, yeah. Being total, just outstanding. Just yeah, having them work that hard under Hasn, who has been like having two new signings. Sure. And for for Redmond as well, there's a fight for for Nathan Redmond between uh, Mick McCarthy and Gareth Southgate, so uh, yeah. who can get a senior cap first. So um, yeah, we might see him playing in international football very soon as well. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, let's give them both a shot. But you know, it's it's good. It's it's if if they're both playing as well as they are, it does hold us in good stead for the rest of the season. Fingers crossed. Yeah, please, please don't get injured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right. So we go. Have you got any more news you want to talk about before we go into the Fulham game? Um, just that um, Ings might be fit enough to be on the bench against Spurs at the weekend. Mm-hmm. So that would be that would be. Great, <laughs> yeah. Um, and Lamina's he's had that stomach surgery, so he's going to be out for a, a good few weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I don't think when we're, we're as harsh as that sounds, I don't think we're going to miss Lamina because the players that we are concerned about, Romeo, Hoiberg, and James Ward-Prowse, are not among those. So not as bad, but as you say, we're light up front. So any injuries up there, and we're screwed. But yeah. Well, I mean, no, it's going to be good for uh, rotation if we've got midweek games. Um, just, you know, taking them off if we're in a winning position and we don't really, you know, need to um, make substitutions up front or in defence or whatever. We can, we can switch them around. It's good. He's a good option to have on oh, the yeah, bench. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's good to have the depth, but I'm saying it's not a, not a crisis. 
no. that he's out for this long. Um, yeah, okay, so Fulham. Uh, yeah. 2-0. Goals from Oriol Romeu and James Ward-Prowse. Um, the starting 11. Angus Gunn, Bednarik, Yoshida and Vestergaard at the back three. Valerie, Ward-Prowse, Romeu, Hoiberg and Bertrand in the middle. And then Redmond just behind Austin. So, so Gunn keeps his place again. Um, yeah. Was that a surprise? It was, because um, I, I did say, didn't I, that I thought he was going to uh, rotate McCarthy and Gunn and give them both a chance. Mm. And uh, Hurston Hootley in interviews has said words to that effect. So I yeah, thought, actually, well, I've got it here, actually. He said that he's happy rotating his keepers and he just wants both getting regular football and, you know, they're ready to be called upon when needed. That's fine. That's okay. I'm, I mean, they're both playing. I, I, I just thought it was um, the fact that he was not happy with what McCarthy was doing, but he's made it clear that it's not through mistakes and he's not concerned about their ability. So, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good thing that they're just ro- rotating and we saw against Man United how good Gunn was as well. So, yeah, he's making the right decisions there as well. Well, yeah, I just uh, I think it would be a bit uh, harsh on McCarthy if he... Manages to to be on the sidelines just like um, Forster when he hasn't really but he hasn't been that bad you know yeah okay mm. couple of mistakes but um, yeah I don't think that's going to happen I, I mean I'd like to say yeah McCarthy back in the team against Spurs but the way that Gunn played against United I don't think you can take Gunn out now oh yeah really so this it, the thing maybe another week for Gunn and then yeah swap back to McCarthy and I've seen it before with Saints goalkeepers like um, I can't think at the top of my head there's been a few where they've um, They've been on the sidelines for so long, and when they have come in, they've just been cold, and it hasn't worked. So it might be a good thing that they're rotating keepers like this. I think every keeper we've had in the last five years, so I, I've, I've loved all of our keepers, and they've just, yeah, they've just gone a bit tepid, like Boritz. I thought, I thought he was great um, yeah, when we got shot stopper, but decision making. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 just. Just deciding to to dribble it out to the halfway line or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. don't need that. You it's don't crazy. need that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean he's probably learned from most mistakes now. But yeah, every keeper we get, brilliant for about half a season, and then they yeah, yeah. fall out of favour a bit for whatever reason. Um, another change in the Fulham game. Yoshida in for Stevens, but I, I guess that was a given, wasn't it? We all expected that one. Thank you. You see, if this was um, yeah, now we we can take that uh, epithet away from him. He's not the the new Wesley who. No. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he is dispensable. Yes, um, and Bertrand back for Target, uh, w- which I was pleased with. Even though Target did have a very good game last last time out, but um, and uh, and uh, Charlie Austin in the team, a recognised striker in for Stuart Armstrong. Yeah, I think mean, these are the kind of changes that you would expect. Um, yeah, against didn't Fulham. work yeah. for us. Yeah, <clears throat> didn't work for us having no recognised striker. Um, whatever he was trying to do didn't work out. So yeah. Austin. So, yeah, I guess we're happy with those changes. Sure, clear choice, and then yeah, gets subbed for for long. I mean, that's just all predictable, isn't it? Yeah. So um, the game it started out like I mean, how Saints, how we've all become accustomed to the way under Ralph Hasenhüttl, this high pressure and and work rate, um, and you could see like from the first two minutes into the game, Charlie Austin breathing heavy <laughs> after a couple of minutes. Yeah, his mouth wide open. Taken in as much air as he could. Um, it's good. It's good. Yeah. If you've got good. Austin breaking a sweat, you're doing something right. Yeah. You? And he actually put the ball in the net as well. But he um, he body checked Sergio Rico in the process as well, so the goal didn't, <laughs> it wasn't given. 
eyes on the keeper, not on the ball. He just went straight in and pushed him out of the way. But yeah, you're not going to get those. But yeah, I was happy with the start. You? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was it was, um, it was very reassuring. I think I think we we felt very very confident and um, yeah. I don't think for, at any point in that game I was worried or nervous, you know, as the clock was running down even. No. I think we were just in total control. Yeah, it was, it was a comfortable win. You know, even, even saying that from Saints' point of view, they always seem to slip from a lead, you know, let goals in in the last 10 minutes. But this one, we didn't really, really seem like we were going to drop them. Um, and the goal. That's not the first goal, the Romeo goal. Um, from a corner. Yeah. Sergio Rico punches straight to Romeo, who, you know, just drilled a little half volley. And a little slight touch off of Vestergaard as well. So come off his bum, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, I think it was his thigh, wasn't it? Oh, right. Um, but yeah, poor keeping. Uh, yeah, he, he should be punching that higher or wider or, or both. But yeah, straight to Romeo and he, and he did what he had to do. It's amazing that he manages to get it through like a channel of uh, mm. defenders. I know, I know, players too. Yeah, yeah, it was, an, it was not a, not a lot of space there, was there in the box? It was oh. quite crowded, but you found it. So yeah, nice, nice little goal. Um, and then general, the general play of um, James Ward-Prowse as well, like breaking up the play, was 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 good to see again. He seems to be making a name for himself doing that every single week now. I'm listening to the um, to the pundits. And they're all saying the same thing now that he's you know, just so important in that midfield for us now. Hmm. I mean, he's a kind of. I think he'd make a great captain, you know, like a yeah, someone, someone who can direct the field in every direction. Yeah, you um, see, we're seeing that. Yeah, his leadership mm. qualities as well. Yeah. Um. And then, of course, he scored. Uh, the high press does it again. It was like. Ball in their half, Fulham on the ball. Redmond was pressing against Sergio Rico. He forced the, another poor clearance from the keeper. It, you know, and it ends up going to Redmond's feet. Who curls one low, uh, and it rebounds to James Ward-Prowse, and he's first on the scene and pokes it in. Two 0 comfortable before half time. Yeah, and they just they just can't react to that sort of pace, Fulham. And um, yeah, Austin, <laughs> we say <clears throat> we do like to slag him off a little bit, but. Um, yeah, he he was great getting forward, um, oh, yeah. playing off that, that shot off for Redmond. Yeah, I agree. I think Austin was good. I I I don't know what people expect from him. Well, I guess they expect goals, but I think he was good. I think he was he was pretty handy in this game. He was all yeah. over the place. That's why he wasn't being lazy. Yeah, definitely. Um, of course, but there is always a worry with Saints. Like I said, I know we weren't really troubled, but I did I did notice that. Fulham were playing the, this deep high ball again that we've seen teams do against us in the past, just you know over our defence. And I think Mitrovic had a couple of chances from those types of balls. It must have been something that Claudio Ranieri talked about at half time, or even looked at before the game. Um, but yeah, that that if I will say was a little bit of a worry that they could just dump a ball over the top, and Mitrovic using his strength against our, you know, our defence was a possibility and so he did have a couple of half chances that he, sh- he sh- probably should have done better with there's a, a chance I suppose the only time I, I sort of uh, had a bit of a shock was um, a doy yeah shot towards the end yeah that, that, that hit, the, hit the bar yeah oh no that was Babel I think it was Ryan Babel oh yeah Ryan Babel yeah. Right, yeah. 
Um, one, one criticism, though, if I may. Um, the Kevin McDonald booking, did you see it? It was, uh, it was a bit... I mean, Hoiberg wins the ball, and he drives through the centre of the field, um, and he's got Austin and he's got Prousey on his right. That was probably the option to, you know, just use the pass out there. But he, he runs out of time and he runs out of ideas, and he took a dive, and... Kevin McDonald got booked. I think we've seen Hoiberg do that a couple of times this season, and I don't think that was right. And then Saints got the free kick for it, obviously, and they did it in a nice position. But, I mean, Bertrand hit it over the bar anyway. But, yeah, just that's something that I don't like about Hoiberg's game, is that, you know, that diving. And I don't think he needed to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can, as we've seen, you can, can be a bit dirty, can't you? Yeah, yeah, so I don't like to see that. As you say, yeah, Babel hitting the bar towards the end and then Sessegnon hitting the post, but, you know, he was offside during that. Um, and But, yeah, like, comfortable. And then we had, I think, Long wins a free kick on the edge of the box. And instead of whipping it in the box then, they walked it to the corner flag just to, like, yeah, we're not taking any chances. <laughs> you know, it's it's a massive, massive win. 2-0 out of the relegation zone. Yeah, clean sheet as well. Home win, clean sheet. Um, yeah, who'd have thunk it? Yeah, and then Ranieri gets the boot. Yeah, we're the manager killers, I think. Um, we, Yeah, he was in charge in his first match against us, wasn't he? And, yeah. Uh, they won 3-2. And yeah. Uh, now we've, yeah, we've seen him in and now we've seen him off. <laughs> yeah. Um, man of the match for you? Um, I'd say Rob Prowse was, was incredible. Um, but I just think... Uh, Romeo has got all of the best qualities um, of our midfield. He's got he's got that aggression. Um, he did, didn't even get booked, did he? No, no, no. So no. The, the, I think he deserves it just for that. <laughs> but no, he's he's uh, he was he was really really solid when we were off the ball, and um, yeah, helped helped us get forward as well. I mean, yeah, Romeo, Wood, Harrison, Hoiberg, were just. Yeah, immense. Yeah, keys to victory, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got Romeo written down as a possible candidate. Um, I thought he was excellent. I thought James Wood-Prowse again was excellent. Um, But I think I'd probably give it, just because you've gone Romeo, I'll give it to Bertrand. Um, I just think, you know, coming back from the fitness uh, and found space, he was a constant threat. He put good balls in the box. I think that is what he's all about. And I think if we're going to get the best out of him, we need to see performances like this every week. So yeah, I was pleased. So I go, I go Ryan Bertrand. Mm. Okay. All right. Good. Welcome back, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. On to yesterday's yesterday's game. Uh, lost three two at Old Trafford. Um. Goal from Valerie in the twenty sixth minute. Uh, Pereira for United equalised. Lukaku made it two one United. James Ward Prowse equalising with a free kick and then. The 88th minute winner from Lukaku. Um, the 11 unchanged from the Fulham win. Yeah. Um, the, well, I say no, no long on the bench, um, but Slattery replaced him, so that was the only change. Um, and it looked like I'm mean, looking at different formations the way they set up, and it probably um, looks that James Ward-Prowse had a more advanced role, so he was kind of like assisting with Redmond behind Austin. But other than that, it looks like yeah, it was the same same sort of setup. Yeah. Uh, that that seemed to work. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And yeah, I, 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 why, why, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, well, exactly. Um, I think that's the attitude that they went into. So they got the two points. I know, albeit it was a, it was a Fulham side that were a poor, poor performance against Saints. But yeah, as you say, no, no reason to change the team or the shape really. But yeah, they stuck with it and um, almost, almost paid off. Um, well, for the first half at least, uh, we looked in control for for large portions of the game. Yeah, um, I, sorry, go on. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think we had a lot of um, a lot of possession without actually doing a lot with it. Um, but then you know, Angus Gunn was called into action really early. I mean, he had a couple of saves from from Lukaku right at the start called upon there but as I say United looked like they had the chances but Saints had a lot of the ball at that point without really doing a lot with it yeah I mean the goal aside there's only one, one or two shots in the first half yeah um, but uh, going going into half time um, I mean did, did you think that the scoreline reflected how, how we played I think it, I think the one what one nil at half time I thought yeah mm. I think Solskjaer and United would have been gutted that they hadn't scored because they were a couple of chances that they had but Saints the way they worked and the way that they held it together and they defended really well they were defending really tight and it must have frustrated Solskjaer um, and the goal from um, Valerie was incredible yeah what a goal screamer. it was yeah. absolutely amazing and the amount of space that he had over that side space and time just one touch and you know this is the best goalkeeper in the world, and he can't keep it out. Yeah, I mean, you, could, you, could, you just couldn't get to it. I mean, the, the, that I was. I think he did within, get a touch on it, but it was just the power, just, and the accuracy as well, oh, just within wow, within yeah. a centimetre of the corner. Just yeah, incredible. I think, and that's probably candidate for goal of the season. Yeah, not just Saints. I think you know the Premier League. That was absolutely incredible. Um, and at half time, I so say the balance of play. Saints one new up at half time. Penalty. Um, the Chris Smalling shirt grab on Ryan Bertrand, that's a penalty. Yeah. That, that's a penalty. I mean, given it, if that was ha- if that would have happened outside the box, that would have been a free kick all day. But I do think he bottled that, the ref. Or, or outside of Old Trafford. Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. I just think anywhere outside the box, and that's a free kick. I think maybe, maybe you know, at the Stretford end, you're thinking at Old Trafford, oh, can't give that. But, yeah, you know, you do see those given every week. Yeah. But it's disappointing. I mean, are we going to play the small team card? You can do, yeah. I mean, Matt Letizia yeah. has been on Twitter, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't get those kind of decisions against big teams, especially <laughs> not Old Trafford. There you go, we've done it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the hard work, they, Saints deserved something out of that first half, and they've got it. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, like United, I thought United were pushing, but Saints were defending well at this point, and they were. Fr- you see Charlie Austin getting stuck in there as well and clearing a few. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> Charlie Austin, the, the centre forward, he doesn't move. He was right in the box and, and dealing with it. Um, James Ward-Prowse was battling in midfield. He was winning everything in the middle. It just putting one one hundred percent. The second thing I wanted, the other, the other penalty I want to talk about is the um, Ashley Young grab on the Bertrand on the Bertrand on Ryan Bertrand. Um, Really, really silly from Ashley Young to do something like that. Um, but I don't think that's a penalty for me. Uh, I don't think there's enough contact on it. And I think 
Bertram was possibly going down anyway. I think he'd made his mind up, but I don't know. For me, yes, I said it was a silly thing for Young to do. And, you know, as it was moving so fast, you could see. I mean, I've benefited seeing it in slow motion. And it it did look like it was, there wasn't, wasn't a lot of contact in it and not enough for a penalty for me. Yeah, it was not, not as um, egregious as uh, Chris Morning. No. No, I yeah, totally agree. I, I mean... And then, they, you know, United could have had their own penalty shout as well. I think there was a tug on Sanchez, but in credit to him, he kept on his feet. But again, there was not enough contact in there. I mean, if he had gone down, it would have been it would have been booked for diving. Um, or should have been booked. But yeah, no, not nothing much in that. Uh, and the and then Pereira equaliser of another... Well, it was a, that was a good equaliser. <laughs> wow, yeah. I mean, this is just a, a match of uh, world-class goals, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It always seems to be the case whenever Saints play Man United, they always come out with a belter. I think it was back in um, December that we had a free kick, like Cedric free kick. Yes, yeah, that's mm, right. Against United, I think that got goal of our goal of the month as well in December. So yeah, they always seem to come up with these great goals against Man United. And still managed not to win. And still managed not to win. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Pereira goal. Yeah, it's very good. Um, I think Rashford created a lot of the space, leaving Bednarik was following Rashford and left Pereira a little bit too much space, possibly. And but like I say, I'm not I'm not going to have a go at Gun for that. There's not much you can do about that. It just, no, I don't, yeah, either of them. Um, yeah, really wasn't much you could do. And then you know, do you think from this point that Saints just you know because they worked so hard to get that one goal lead, they've let in the equaliser. Do you think their heads just dropped slightly, and then hence the, the you know the quick fire Lukaku goal. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 it's just uh, our, our classic Saints, isn't it, to 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 go up early on and then um, capitulate very quickly. One once the first goal goes, it goes in. They kind of just lose focus and um, seem to be a bit, yeah, yeah, just heads down and yeah, disappointed and, and manage to let in another one. Um, but again, we. Well, yeah, this is it. I mean, I, I, yeah, look, looking back at it, I was arguing with my student this morning so, uh, <laughs> so at work whether it was offside or not. He says it wasn't uh, offside. Uh, I obviously say it is, but no, it's, no, his legs over the line. I mean, you've got the benefit of um, of seeing the white line there, and mm-hmm. Lukaku is offside. No, I don't think. I don't. I, I mean, VAR. You can't give those decisions on knees or elbows or anything like that. I don't. I mean. No, any part of the leg um, over the line, man. So fine. Mm, yeah, no, I, I disagree. I think that was. I think you've got to give the benefit of the doubt to the striker. Well, we'll hopefully see soon um, whether VAR does clear these up. Whether it, um, no, it won't. You're still going to get decisions like this. This is what it's all about. Yeah, you're still going to get borderline, borderline decisions like that. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's not like in the Spurs Arsenal match where there was a, a clear oh, right, outside. Yeah. But um, no, I think that's a bit unfair. And we go two one down, and you think, well, that's it. So it shows a lot of uh, character to to stay in the match and uh, yeah, keep going for it. Yeah, and then the goal, another classic, two two, amazing free kick from James Ward Prowse, bang, bang one in the top corner. Yeah, you, you can't say that again, De Gea. Yeah, um, goalkeepers have been made look like fools despite having a really good match at both ends. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Saints defending tight again, but maybe just not tight enough. And, you know, 
3-2. The goal comes in from Lukaku again, gets to the loose ball and puts it away. Yeah, I mean, Yashida doesn't get close enough to him, but Narek, again, just, I mean, yeah. it's just not good enough. It was, the, the, I mean, they were tight at the build-up before that, um, and then, yeah, the ball comes loose, and then they sort of, like, they're away, and Lukaku's got the space, and you don't, he doesn't need a second chance. So, yeah, it's just a bittersweet um, week, really, wasn't it? Just, you know, got the three points against Fulham, get out of the safety, and then, you, you know, you lose a game like that. Um Obviously, United had a penalty as well with um, Armstrong, stupidly, yeah. coming into behind Rashford, taking him out, and Angus Gunn yeah. made the save with his feet, so yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, that, 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 it wasn't a bad penalty no. um, at, at all, he just goes just, just straight down the middle, but um, Gunn... Either, I don't think he, I'd say he's lucky, I think he's quite clever in that he's, he's hedged his bets. And yeah, um, stuck a foot out and gone one way and kept a foot out just to keep it out and yeah, yeah. bang on. One thing I do like about our performance is like we we didn't set up to frustrate and come away with a draw. We came to win the game. We went to Old Trafford with a a game plan to win, and very nearly did it. You know, yeah. say so this morning one was a penalty. Um, that had been. I mean, it was. It would you know the one nil up at the time. The penalty could have been two 0 It could have been a different game. You know, we don't know, but. Overall, it, it's just a difficult one to take. The way that they lose it, you know, it's just typical Saints, isn't it, right at the end? But and not quite typical, because we got back into it, you know? That, no, that's, I, just that's mean, I just mean the end game was just yeah. the same. But yeah, um, man of the match for you? Angus Gunn, yes. by far. Yeah, OK. Yeah. I, I, yeah, he needs to shout, doesn't he? Um, great save, save the penalty. Not to blame for anything. I think Valerie looked impressive as well. James oh, yeah. Krause again as well was another another strong show. But yeah, I, I think I think Angus Gunn as well. Saints host Spurs next Saturday on the 9th of March at 3 p.m. kickoff. You know, Spurs have been hunted down by United, Arsenal, and Chelsea. So there's four teams going for that third place. So it's going to be an exciting end to the season for them. Um, Liverpool, Liverpool, and City are running away with it. Um, so you know, the Champions League spots are going to be interesting at least. Anyway. Um, they had a good performance in the Champions League, a 3-0 win over Dortmund. But then after that, they've kind of slipped a bit. They lost 2-1 at Turf Moor, 2-0 to Chelsea, um, and they were lucky to escape a point in the North London derby yesterday. So I think um, Bama Yang had a penalty saved in the 90th minute. Um, so if Saints can put up a performance like they did against United, then I think they can win this game. And, and, you know, and Pochettino has already surrendered the title, He's not. I mean, they were never really in it anyway. But yeah, is this a case of um, of Saints wanting this more against Spurs? Yeah, more to play well, for. Well, um, you can ask me this time next week because <laughs> um, it depends uh, <clears throat> how we play, of course. But yeah, Tottenham they have been kind of weak recently. Harry Kane hasn't really been on form. I mean, he's, he, mm. he was injured, wasn't he? But um, he's he's back now. Um, so yeah, yeah, losing to Burnley and and Chelsea back to back—that's really taken a wind out of their sails. They haven't been very good away recently, so I, th- I think quite possibly we we could get something out of it. Although a win does seem a lot to ask. Okay, prediction. Um, I'm going to say a one-all draw. Okay. Final answer. Yeah, yeah, I think 
yeah, Harry Kane penalty or something, something like that. But um, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go for as much as I would like to believe that they can put that performance in again. I just I can't see it. I can't see it happening. I'm going to have to go a two-one Spurs win. All right. So we're rather different this time. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, so predictions on the whole on the season. Um, I predict. I predicted a two-nil Saints win over Fulham. Woo-hoo. Mm. Uh, you predicted a 3-1, um, so all the points to me, two to you. Um, and the Man United game, I predicted a 3-0 Man United win, and you predicted a 2-0 Man United win. So the running scores now are 50-44 to me. Wow. Yeah, six so, yeah. points. Yeah. Um, fantasy football? Yeah, so um, yeah, we're recording earlier on Sunday this time, so we've only got uh, one day of the game we played. Uh, but... Gibbiadini seems to be uh, racing out up front with 43 points uh, from yesterday. He's on 16.31. Yeah, your team scored 23 and mine 28. Yeah, so still Still, lots to play for this weekend. Um, Goal and player of the month results? Oh, yes. So, yeah, we put up our Twitter poll and uh, that's just finished. So our... Our four candidates for Player of the Month were Nathan Redmond, James Ward-Prowse, Jan Bednarik and Jan Valery. And the winner with 75% of the votes is... James Ward-Prowse. Yeah, yeah, got my vote. (coughs) Yeah, well-deserved. Yeah, fantastic. Um, And Goal of the Month, they're pretty, pretty... Yeah, pretty, goals pretty poor this ones, weren't they, this month? Yeah. yeah. At least March, we've got a couple of belters already to go for. That's going to be very interesting. I hope that um, somebody scores a goal that can compare to them at least. But uh, yeah, our, our four goals from last month were uh, Redmond's against Burnley, uh, then Stevens against Cardiff, and uh, obviously they were listening to last week's podcast because they did the uh, did the deeds and scored two, so you could fill up all. Uh, so Romeo and Ward-Prowse's goals against Fulham, and yeah, Redmond wins it with seventy six percent. Kind of a default win there, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it's the only <laughs> real goal, wasn't it? Stephen's little toe poking. Yeah. Uh, um, Romeo's rebound, I really like that one. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Prowse's as well. But, yeah, uh, it's going to be, gonna be a, a, a tough one for March. Yep. Okay, so we'll be back next week with the Spurs game for you. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that one. <laughs> I'll give you a quick Russian phrase. Go on then, quickly. Um, so, yeah, until we see each other again would be Dovstrechi. Dovstrechi. Yeah, Dovstrechi. Which, which means? Um, until we meet again. Until we meet again, okay. Right, okay, so until next week. Up, up the, the Saints. Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over a 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.